Happy Monday. Here we go. We're about to dig into failure. More specifically, the fear of failure. Because if there's anything I know to be true, it's that failing is actually a stepping stone and a jumping point to success. However, the fear of failing is what is actually so debilitating. I can't wait to dig into this with you guys today because we're going to we're going to take a crack at this thing biblically because the truth is we have to rise up and do it scared. Being afraid of not having the thing work out or nobody buying the thing or what someone will think or judgment or not being good enough. All of that is literally just something that is completely unfounded. It's air and we have to push through that and do it scared. Let's lean on some scripture today to find out how we can overcome our fear of failure so we can lean in to what God's got. Let's go. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24-7? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Do you want to work together? You want to hang out, you and me? You want to do some things? I'm so excited to share with you guys that I have a workshop for you that is free. It's 40 minutes and it will teach you how I grow my business using podcasting. If you have an online business, but you want to grow, you want a bigger audience and you want a highly converting audience, I'm talking like sometimes for us, like upward of 10% conversion, you have got to check out this workshop. It will teach you exactly how I set up a simple sales funnel with only three specific things using podcasting. Podcastforgrowth.com. That's podcastforgrowth.com. And if you're like, I don't need a workshop, I want to work with you, head to stephaniegass.com slash school and check out all the ways that we can work together from starting your brand new business to launching a podcast to monetizing and making money from your show, head to stephaniegass.com slash school. So I used to have, and I kind of sometimes still do, to be honest, this big, huge, stinky, gross fear of public speaking. I know. Isn't that funny? Me, podcaster, been on lots of summits. I've been in front of audiences virtually of a thousand at this point, and even in front of some real live human audiences of maybe up to about a hundred, 150 people at this point. But If you rewind all the way back to high school and before, I'm talking like knowing that I had to stand up to just present a paper or say something in front of my college class or my high school class, this complete rush of like debilitating anxiety would just take over my body, like full out clammy hands, cold, like my body would go cold and numb. I'd feel like I was hyperventilating in a way, like my voice, my throat was constricting and I could not breathe and almost like I was going to vomit. Like (laughs) the fear of public speaking was so 
real to me. I remember getting up with one of my friends. We had to say something in class and I pushed through, like stood up and my voice was so shaky and I wasn't really making any sense. And I remember her whispering to me like, calm down, you're embarrassing. (laughs) And she meant it like, I mean, I think in the best way possible, but it made it even worse. And the truth is, is that this fear, it was completely unfounded. Like, to be honest, nobody really cared that I had even stood up to say anything. Half the class probably wasn't even listening. And I had created this narrative in my head that I was going to fail. It was going to be bad. Everyone was going to laugh at me. Or I don't know. I don't even know what I was afraid of. But this fear was so big um, that it kept me from standing up and ever speaking all the way until my late 20s when I ended up in network marketing and I had to stand up and share my success story over and over and over again. And it forced me to push through this big fear of public speaking. And here I am. So my question to you is, what are you afraid of? What are the fears that you have around failing in what areas of your life and why? Because now looking backwards, and of course, vision is, uh, what is that saying? It's like, um, oh, hindsight is 2020. You know, I'm like, wow, like there was really no need to be afraid. If only I could have just stood up and stood on the word of God and been able to start to cultivate my public speaking gift decades earlier. Like, whoa, that would have been really cool. And obviously God has a plan and he used that fear in my life to do something amazing and good. That's gotten me where I am, but I think we can navigate and overcome this fear so much quicker in our lives. So let's, let's start by talking about how fear, this fear of failure presents. There are three things that typically I go through and I see my students or my clients or you guys go through. And the first one is delay or avoidance. When you are afraid of something, how often do you just delay? maybe next year. <laughs> so, and, and, and the, I'm bringing these up because I want you to understand that maybe you're making excuses for doing a thing because you're really secretly scared, but maybe you don't even know that you're just afraid of failure. Maybe you just are making these excuses up in your mind to validate the reason that you are not doing it scared. So are you delaying and avoiding this thing? I know for me, oh, Steph, do you want to um, speak and do this thing? I'd be like, oh, I don't really have time right now. Or like, oh, I have a new baby. It's not the best time. Like, I totally would delay and avoid. And sometimes I still do this because that, you know, our inner child stories totally still creep up. And our our prior, you know, trauma, that moment that I stood up and she's like, calm down, you're embarrassing. Like, it's never truly left me, right? Like, I know that that's not who I am anymore and that's not my story. But you guys, like, those are written into, into the cells of your brain and they are in your subconscious. And so we have to rise above the limiting beliefs and the, and the stories and the inner critic stuff that's going on in our mind so we can push through and do it scared. So I was avoiding and I still do it sometimes. Are you delaying and avoiding? That can show that you actually have a fear of failure. The second way that fear of failure presents is you overcompensate. So how do we overcompensate? Like this could be perfectionism, like, oh, it has to be perfect before I actually do it. I do see a lot of my students lean into this one 
like, oh man, you know, I'm so stuck on module three, three B, like the, the title of the second part of the title, you know? And I'm like, you guys, like just push through, do it scared, do it imperfectly. Let's get it done because we're never gonna, it's never gonna not ever be touched again. We're gonna revise our courses, you know, over a 12 month rolling period, whatever. So we overcompensate and this could look, I mean, this could be anything. Like if you have fear of failure and you have a, let's say you have like a body competition coming up. And so then you overcompensate and you swing into like a dangerous eating behavior, for example, or you're so afraid of launching the course that you spend two years on it instead of getting it done in six months or less, right? Okay, and the third way that the fear of failure presents that I see often, I've done this myself, is analysis paralysis. Let me just buy another course. Let me just buy, let me read four more books on this topic. Let me sit here and overthink about all the ways that this could be better so that I can avoid it and overcompensate, <laughs> you know? So are you doing any of those three things? And if you are, you're probably just afraid of failure. You're afraid of failure and you know what? It is okay and it's okay to admit it and it's even better to say it out loud, to speak it, to lay it at the feet of Jesus and to have, have God lead you on how to navigate so that you can eventually overcome by faith. So let's take a dive into scripture and actually look at how do we overcome failure, fear of failure. And I think the first thing I want you to know is like failure is actually inevitable. It will happen. And I want you to write down two times in your past where you have failed. Just take a second. I want you to think about it. Two times in your life that you have failed. So the one that came up for me, what I shared with you guys earlier in the episode was that time I stood up and I spoke and it was a failure. It was truly a hot mess express. And I want you to know that not only did I overcome, I made it through. I didn't die. I don't think anybody really cared except for my friend who I embarrassed, but it helped me to boost the lid in my speaking ability so that the next time I stood up, I was just like 1% more confident. And then I was 10% more confident. And then I was 50% more confident. And then I got to where I am, where I'm literally a speaker. This is my part of my like actual call on my life, my job. Like I'm here speaking right now to you three times a week, going on four years, like hallelujah, won't he do it? Um, what are some of those cases for you that you did fail? You did in fact fail. And you still made it through. How many of us failed when we tried to ride a bike for the first time? I remember learning how to rollerblade. And my brother and I would rollerblade. We lived in this like little townhouse community. And we would just go round and round and round the townhomes. Remember when like the world was safe enough where you could just like go outside when you lived in apartments and like rollerblade around apartments? Like weird. That's where we grew up. And here we are today. It's fine. I digress. Anyways, um, I remember hitting a rock. Like I was kind of learning. I was a little shaky still. And I hit a rock and I like flew like a foot in the air forward. So we were going fast. We were going downhill on my rollerblades. And I just completely scraped my knee. I scraped my knee so badly that you could see the white in my kneecap. It was so deep. And I just remember screaming bloody murder. And my brother ran back to the house and he got my mom and her boyfriend at the time and they came and had to carry me back. Like it was an epic failure. It was an epic failure. And for a while I was so afraid of rollerblading, but my brother would go out and he'd just go and he was having so much fun. He's like, come on, like come rollerblading with me. 
And it took me months to like get up the courage to rollerblade with him again. But before long, you know, I was a pro. I was out there, woohoo, like spins and loop-de-loops and back and forth. And like I had overcome the failure. And it's like I still have a scar. The scar is on my knee and it's there to prove that this t- I failed. But guess what? I'm here and I'm better for it. And I overcame it and I did the thing again and again and again. So what about you? Um, You are an overcomer. You have not only failed, but you have pushed through the failure. You have risen. What did those failures teach you? So write down underneath the failure you just wrote down. What was the lesson? How did you, how did you overcome? And then what did God do through that failure? He is a redeeming God. He is a redeeming God and he is good all the time and he is sovereign. Through every single failure, there is a storyline that God had already crafted for you. He had already created it and there is a plan and an outcome that is built upon the back of that failure. Well, he do it. So we've got to get okay with failing. We've got to be okay with pushing through. So 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So I want to, let's take a look at this verse. For God gave us a spirit. Did, did, does this verse say, so God gave us flesh, not of fear? No, I think our flesh is very fearful. I think that our minds very quickly take us to a place of fear because our minds want to protect us, Right. Our flesh wants us to stay safe, stay where we are. But this says God gave us a spirit, the Holy Spirit, which resides in every single one of us and in you. And that spirit is not of fear because that spirit is of God. We have God living inside of us through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has power, love, and self-control. I mean, for real, power, stand up, stand up in that anointing, right? Stand up and do that speaking gig. Stand up and launch that course. Stand up and do that thing. Stand up and whatever you need to do, move. I don't know. What's the call? What's the thing you're so afraid of right now? It's in power and in love, which means kindness and grace and giving and then self-control. We're not mad at it. We're not flying off the handle. We're not resentful. We're like, I I see this, like this spirit, when I am operating in the spirit, Holy Spirit, I am so grounded. I am so peaceful. I am so present and I am unafraid. I am leaning into faith no matter my circumstance. I am brave no matter what the external might appear to be because it's not actually me and my flesh. It's the Lord working through me, right? And that is available for you because 2 Timothy 1, 7 promises that this is truth. Ephesians 2, 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We, we, mere humans, we are referred to as God's workmanship, as his masterpiece, If God is the crafter and the creator of us, his masterpiece, don't we believe that God has put inside of us something incredible that only God can produce, these giftings that we have? 
And it says that if we are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God already prepared for us, we should walk in them. We should walk in them. We should walk in them. We should get up. We should rise up and we should do. We should go. We should act. We should ask. We should say yes. And we should do all of that scared because our flesh is constantly going to be a little bit afraid, but we can decide to wear the spirit of God and push through that fear. So what I want to encourage you today is to take a look at what you're actually afraid of, because I think your fear is actually the clue to your next big breakthrough. Often what I've been afraid of in my life, minus the rollerblading, that was not a call in my life, (laughs) has been a stepping stone for God actually using me in my fullest God-gifted authority to bless the world. Imagine if I would have never pushed through that fear of speaking. I wouldn't be a podcaster. I wouldn't be here talking to you. I would not do speaking engagements. I would, I would be doing something that wasn't actually fulfilling for me. I would not be living into the plan that God had for my life. Your fear may actually be the floodgate to your most purposeful, fulfilling, God-led life. Lean into it, sister. Lord, I just pray right now that you would unlock your incredible anointing, your favor, and your fullness over the fears that we're clutching, Lord, that you would help us to release these things that we're afraid of and remind us that You already went before us that the plan that you created before we ever set foot here is in play and that we have a spirit, not of fear, but of power, self-control and love and that we are equipped to use it by the grace of God. Remind us that we are in Christ. There is nothing that can harm us, tear us down or steal these gifts because they're already in us. I just pray this revelation this clarity, and this confidence over each listener right now in the name of Jesus, that you would push them forward to take big, audacious action and do it scared. Lord, that you would remind us that we are here for faith. We are not here for fear, that we are unavailable to stay stuck. We are unavailable to stay small because we are of you. You are glorious, majestic, and you do big things, Lord. And we are here to be chosen. We are here raising our hand to be with you on this journey. Equip us, use us, qualify us, Lord, and help us rise to our own God-given potential. We love you. We're excited. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.